the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 216 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Welcome, 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 everybody. Uh, as we said last week, there would be news this week. And uh, yeah, there definitely was a lot of news this week. So uh, definitely we're going to be covering everything that we possibly can. Man, it's pretty jam-packed, everything going on. Um, some of it heart-wrenching, some of it promising, some of it gives us a bit of mystery, but definitely game on. Here we go. Uh, first and foremost, of course, congratulations to New York City Football Club and their first MLS Cup win. Again, leave it to MLS to have two fourth seeds to settle this thing, but there you go. Uh, personally, I felt the deserving team got the win. Bam, where are you at on that, sir? Wake up, saw they won. Didn't bother watching the game. Didn't bother re-watching it. It's like, yep, cool, whatever. Not interested. It's there we go. Yeah, I mean, I watched it because it was entertaining. At least I thought it would be slightly because whenever Portland gets to lose in something big, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, but yeah, that, that's kind of what happened. Um, as you see, Bam is with us tonight. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here again. Good, 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 man. And I think Tony's going to meet with us a little bit later. Hopefully, hopefully um, he's running to a little bit of a, a, a snag, but he's on his way. So, uh on that note, let's keep on going. So the season ended. Cool, cool. We knew something was going to go quick. It really did go quick. Uh, the movement that we saw, the players that went out, it's been pretty painful for me the last few days. I think for you guys as well, going, what's going on here? But basically, who went out? Well, we lost El Profe. So Atuesta is gone for four to seven mil. So basically, it starts at about four million, right, to Palmeiras, but Due to yep. certain incentives and performance bonuses, you could be all the way up to seven. So that's not so bad. Uh, realistically, he was supposed to be gone before last season, uh, but COVID delayed the moves. That's the truth of it. Um, Which, just like Rosie, mm-hmm. COVID delayed the move did hurt us money wise, I reckon. It hurt us competitively as well, right? Yep. Can't, can't market for players, can't get the people you need. Money gets tight. Teams get tight with their rosters, and it hurts a team, I guess, who wants to wheel and deal and play. So, yeah, uh, it hurts to see him go uh, after so many appearances with us and how important he's been because, really, that's heart and soul in the midfield for us. So it is painful so, to see him go. Some some mm-hmm. stats from him. So played 111 times for LAFC. Had nine goals, 23 assists, 22 yellow cards. Didn't expect that to be that high. And we all know about that one red. Yeah, why Ochoa should never play for LAFC. Yeah, I'll just leave it right there. That's that's uh, the only yeah. red for the club. Only red. Only red, the one that he didn't deserve. Yep. Yeah. yeah Plenty of other times where he's yeah, got stuck in. Yeah. But yeah, he played 8,827 minutes and had two goals in MLS Cup playoffs for us wild like again heart and soul to see him leave it hurts y'all aren't alone um, i'm hurting about it because i also know how committed he was to the team you know uh oh. willing to re-sign a contract for us recently 
in case things turned out. You know, I thought I kind of predicted summer transfer, but if the money's right, you got to move, you know. Uh, why exactly. why build a team off of a player that's going to be gone halfway through the season? You might as well just cut it clean and move, right? Get some talent and go. Especially in a World Cup year, things are going to get really interesting as we near the World Cup. Uh, mid-season is going to be a wild one because people are going to be moving to different teams, trying to get seen, trying to get picked up. Coaches are going to be losing their jobs left and right. It should be a very wild summer. So to settle your business ahead of time, and hit your finances ahead of time, it's probably a wise move on our end to do so. Oh, smart Hurts. move, 100%. Yeah. At, yeah. at least now going into this season, because we play over summer, we're not worrying about losing a great player in the middle of of the break. He also gets to play all the way up. Um, so we'll see what happens there with him. Wish him all the best and would love to see him back one day. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> that would be kind of cool to see him on, on, on the other end of it coming as a veteran star, homecoming, some sort of way, you know. And I'll be following him. I know I know most of the faithful will. I, I wish him nothing but the best. He has sacrificed a lot for this side, uh, put in extra time for this side. He got stuck in plenty of times for us. So, you know, for me, he will always be black and gold. So best of luck to, to Twesta. Uh, on this journey i know brazil's not his final destination that's that's for certain so that's the one uh the other one the other two let's be honest the other two that were like whoa okay one uh san pablo yes pablo cisniega uh got sold for really cheap fifty thousand in gam like that is dirt cheap uh but there's a which 50, 000... sounds to me like it was a promise for future considerations right yeah. bam yeah, there's depending on what happens, there's another fifty thousand possibly coming our way as well. Um, couple little stats about him. Mm-hmm. Had thirty-two appearances for us. Forty-seven goals conceded. Yeah, four clean sheets yeah. and one yellow in two thousand eight hundred eighty minutes. Doesn't waste a lot of time now, does he? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, you know, he he put in the work for us. There were moments that looked like really promising, and there were other moments that were like, oh, I thought he got farther than this, you know. Um, some timid moments, but that's all, some questionable that's all moments. Our, yeah, all that keepers though. Every keeper we've had, we've had the same thing. <laughs> no, we we have not had. And... No, we have not had a legitimate starter, a veteran presence, someone that could actually hold it down. We have not had that in our history. This season, we're going to have to, right? There's no no way around it. People are gone. Romero's the only guy. There's no way we're going to put it all on Romero at his age to be the, the out-and-out starter for a season so we know something's got to give in the next few days. Guaranteed. So uh, Cisniega's gone. He's going to get playtime, I think, where he's at now. Uh, his opportunities are better that way. So that's what's going right. on there. If he's not starting there... They don't know what's happening over there. Unless they buy somebody big, right? Unless they spend some dough. We'll, we shall see. Uh, the other big one for me, and this one really hurts. It does because on a personal level, he's always been super cool to talk with and and always willing to learn and always willing to, to, to do the extra bit of work to get in the lineup, to do what he's got to do. And that, of course, would be 
Swaggy T himself, uh, Tristan Blackman. Uh, in this case, he actually went for for a a decent amount. I mean, yes, he got drafted, right? We lost him, lost him. Yeah. Um, but then movement kind of went around, right? 475 in GAM, I think, to get him to Vancouver, which put us into a deal to get another player, which we'll talk about in a few seconds here. And so he became part of a three-team trade, and now he's in Vancouver by way of Charlotte. Yeah, that must that I can't help but connect the San Pablo deal with this one. Something going on there, you know. Oh, definitely. So a couple little stats about Swaggy T. Only played 79 appearances for us. Not even a hundred. Uh two wow. goals, six assists, nine yellows, and one red. And that red was was the Kansas City game where he got stuck out. Yeah. Yeah. That was he should have been a smart red. He didn't have a choice. I mean, really, yeah. he was in a no win situation. So the red card, he, he took one for the team. That's that's for certain in that game. So but he always has. That's the thing. I think that's why we all love him so much, is is he always sacrificed for the team. There was no ego with him. It was it was doing the job, learning on the job, trying to secure a, a place. That was him from the beginning, from draft day. You know, throwing out the one team in L.A. scarf, you know, 3252 scarf and kind of shaking things up from the first moment we've known him. Yeah, uh, heart and soul. That's for sure. And we're going to miss him greatly and definitely follow him on Vancouver and hope that he secures a starting role. I think he will, man. What do you think? I hope he does. I really do hope he does. He deserves to be the starting role over there because let's be honest, beginning of their season wasn't that great. At the end, they'll get a lot better. So I hope he does well up there. Yeah, I I think he will. I I think this will be a good move for him. Uh, he was always a bit of a project for Bob here, right? Yeah. Kind of unheralded in background as a player that you would think is <laughs> you know high in a draft, high enough, uh, but definitely was a project, project that paid fruit, that paid dividends. Uh, exactly. Yeah, and now he's on his way. Of course, why? Because new faces are coming in. And if you take the big picture, right, these three going away, and we feel terrible because these three are going away, and see who came in and really break down who these two guys are, knowing that there's more coming, it makes a little more sense. And so, yes, we lost some history. We lost some originals. But the new faces actually do have some service to us and, and will play a role in this season. Uh more than we'd expect, I think. And that first one, of course, which was announced right before the draft, was uh, Franco Franco Escobar uh, from Argentina. Uh, we got him for two hundred fifty thousand in GAM from Atlanta. Right, we paid them that. Uh, it can go up to three hundred and fifty thousand and a percentage of his transfer if he happens to move on. So that is a pretty good cut at this time. Well, as of late, he was on loan with Noel's old boys, which was his original club anyways, before going to Atlanta. But he missed most of this season due to injury. It's like a foot injury. But apparently he'll be fine. Just, you know, kind of the lost season for him on loan. And there are, we're a chance for him to try to get back into it. And you're like, well, why do we why don't we take a guy that's that was hobbled last year and got transferred away from MLS? And it's like, well... <sighs> Because of pedigree. Uh, I think that's the big one. And there's some things that we're missing in our lineup that he can provide. 
Uh, first of all, he did play six, or he played in 63 matches for Atlanta, 58 of those starts, uh, eight playoff matches in total. So he's got playoff experience. The big one is this. He scored five total goals for the team. Three of them happen to be in the playoffs, right? The playoffs, something that we don't succeed in. Um, had six assists, and he scored in an MLS Cup final in 18 when Atlanta got there first. Yes, a player that performs in the playoffs. Now, the one concern I heard, and even Atlanta mentioned this on his way out, was that he's a bit of a card magnet. You're like, a card magnet? Yes, he's a card magnet. In his time with the team, now remember, 58 stars, 63 matches, he had 26 yellow cards, one red, uh, and in no point ever has he played more than 25 games in a season. And you're like, well, was he hurt all the time? What's the deal? Because actually he had his good share of suspensions um, and, and minor injuries because he did get used a lot, especially in the first first season with them uh, in the run. They made, he got a lot of minutes. I mean, again, 63 matches, 58 starts. It's pretty, pretty good there. Uh, but when he was in form, what did you get from him? Basically a guy that can play center back, can play right back, can overlap, can time it well enough and defend. So he can play both sides of the ball. Well, he's not afraid to get stuck in. See what I see when I see 26 yellow cards and only one red, it tells me he knows his limits and he challenges to those limits. And he plays physical, and he gives it. And it's something that we've been missing with our players is we haven't had a guy that's not afraid to get stuck in completely and 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 kind of dominate on his side and, and create some problems and, again, yeah, be a little controversial. Throw some sandpaper into the mix, and especially in the back line. We're not that tough on our back line. This adds to it. No. Right? I mean, Bam, did you think it was a good gamble to go with this guy? It is, it is. Call it a gamble. Look, look at, yeah. yeah. Well, looking at his injury history, I've just put it up. Mm-hmm. In 2017, 2018, he missed three games for Atlanta with an unknown injury. They're, they're saying unknown injury, so I'm not sure what that is. In 18, 19, he missed two games with a leg injury. So probably just a little soreness, stiffness and all that. He missed seven games in 18, 19 as well for a collarbone fracture. So he goes in tough. And currently he's missed 17 games for a fractured foot. Right. That's so, his, yeah. his, his biggest. It, yeah, his biggest. It's been 89 days. Look, it it hurts, but looking at that, he goes in hard and he puts his body on the line, which I like to see. We need that. That's the one thing. We're not going to win in the playoffs. You've watched this last playoff. You're not going to go anywhere unless you have guys that are willing to get physical, get ugly, and kind of get into a brawl. This guy can brawl. He's won. He's scored in tight games. We need that right now. We need a guy with some ring. A ring, right? Some players with rings. It's a good thing to do. Um, So you just got that from this player, which, of course, now leads us to the next acquisition that we've made. Yes, we made a deal with Charlotte. We know who it cost, but honestly, this is an interesting move. So Ismail Tajuri Shradi comes to us. Forward, central attacking mid, 27 years old, just won an MLS Cup with New York City FC. Yes, he did play in that game. He came in later in the game and, and went through. Uh, cost us 400000 in in funny money. Uh, <coughs> Libyan international by way of... Austria, but born in Switzerland. Kind of an interesting 
uh, a background. But here's the big thing. He holds a green card. Yeah. That's big. So he doesn't count as an international on a roster. He counts as a domestic player, which Blackman was a domestic player. Cisniega had a domestic setup. I think Atuesta got his paperwork right, so he actually counted the same way. So you're losing guys, so it's good to bring somebody in that actually has the paperwork that it'll help your roster. Now, in the four seasons uh, that he's played for NYCFC, he's got a total of 84 matches in the mix. 49 of them have been starts. Yeah, you're like, wow, that's a lot of non-starts to matches. Yep, it is for a reason. Um, in that time, though, he has 26 goals and five assists. That's not something to laugh at. 26 goals is a pretty good amount. Uh, I will say from, from, from speaking with New York City FC faithful, they're hurting on this one. They don't understand like why he wasn't protected. It's a big stink in terms of their line and why he was the guy left opening because he guess he has a good transfer value. So we actually undervalued the deal and it got him for a good price because we're going to make that money back. That's the other thing. This one's financially viable for us. This player can actually make money in the long run, especially if he takes off and does something. Bam, what were your impressions on this move? I love it. He's played yep. for Osher Vienna. He played mm-hmm. for them in Europa League. He played for them 11 times in Europa League, scored one goal, got one assist. We have someone that's scored in Europa League on our team. We've got, <laughs> you mean we've not got someone that's former. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we've got someone that's got an assist in Europa League. They've played arguably it's the second best tournament in club tournament in Europe. Right. And they've played for a decent club too. Austria Vienna is a good club. Raised through so it. I'm, <laughs> he has. Yeah. Moving himself up. Yeah, he's played top it, flight um, football over in Europe. So in, in Austria. So I'm happy for this. We've got a bargain there. We do have an absolute bargain. He's 27 too. So he's still got years in him. Yeah, we didn't. It didn't cost us hardly anything. New York is dying on this because because yes, he's twenty seven. Yes, he's technically going into his prime. They had plans for him, especially because he's a versatile player and the style that he brings. Uh, I mean, look at some of the highlight goals. The guy can bomb these things. Like if he's got a good a good powerful shot, he can hit it from the outside. He's also a bit of a poacher. He gets in. Another player that doesn't mind grinding when he needs to grind. Can be physical if necessary. Can be versatile. He's a little streaky at times, right? Gets a string of goals, then kind of goes quiet. Then he has another string of goals and goes quiet. I think that's mostly been because he plays on a really tight pitch in New York, and the service has not always been that great. So now that he has a, a greater field of vision, I guess you could say, right. He's got more opportunities for service, knowing who we have on our team, the way Thorington wants us to go. Of course, with a new manager, you never know, right. Things could change, but who we have our cast of characters, he will fit in rather well. Biggest question is where he fits in because we have so many talented players up top. I know people, people have moved, but if you look at the lineup and who we've got, who's left on the roster, there's a lot of competition for those places up top. And now he's just one more to throw into the mix. And that's going to get interesting and kind of suggest that maybe just maybe someone else is on their way out or this guy's an investment long-term figuring someone's going to be on their way out by mid season. 
and we have him all the way through. This is going to be, it's kind of playing our hand a little bit by, by, by creating a surplus in that position, which makes other, which makes other players expendable. So that's my take. Bam. Anything else you want to add on, on him? I, I see he's taking over from a certain player. That's got a short contract. Well, that's I mean, where I'm mostly leaving, right? Yeah, well, to me, Rossi's gone. Rossi's gone. That's already done and dusted. Right. I, I to me, it's not over till it's over. You know, I'm yep. not that that way. Um, you're talking Seeing more about played... Vela or even? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. talking about Vela because they both play the same position. Yeah, but you're gonna have, have another star come in same position. Yeah, but see, yeah. with Vela, with the star coming for Vela, there's going to be that position. You can see a star in the center. Ah, yes, yes. Well, you know what? Who, who else wants to opine? I see you sitting there. Tony has made it, so we're going to jump him into this game. Tony, welcome to the episode, my friend. How are you doing tonight? Cold, lonely. <laughs> I I was in the mountains for like five, six hours because of my tire. Oh, my God. Oh, at least you're you're back, man, and you're safe. I know, and warmth, <laughs> and warm. You're in, you're in, you're home. It's nice to be home. And then brave enough to jump on here after a crazy run around to hang out with us crazies. So you heard us talking about Ismail Tajuri Shradi. You heard us talking about uh, Franco Escobar. Your impressions? Do you think these are wise moves on our end? Um the from Atlanta I feel like it's a good uh right back like that's so he can go attacking stuff like that but he's a mostly known as a right back so we got that solved for defensive wise especially losing Tristan which um, unfortunately that was I as we were discussing when like in our little chat he was Bob's project you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I don't know if that was brought up or not. Like I, like I said, been rushing um, with the, from NYFC. He plays from all the highlights I've seen things from him a lot like Vela. So to Bam's point, to Bam's point, he could potentially replace him because he plays a similar style and has that same left foot as Vela does. So good pickups for the short term, moving into the season, especially from what we lost. Um, of course, you never want to lose anybody is to like the draft, which is again, MLS has got an MLS for the next until we shut down this off. But it's it's a uh, it's it's what we have to do. But I'm happy for these new guys. Um, we're slowly but surely <laughs> collecting NYFC players. So when you yeah. win, this happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when you win. Um, my question to you, because uh, I was going to have you jump on and talk about the protected list for the draft. Um, since we're already in the middle of this thing, we know who was lost. Do you think our recent moves address on-field needs, financial needs, or both? Both, to be honest. Um, Cisinega, like we could, we would have lost him this season anyways, but we got money for him, so which that's a win-win no matter what you know what i mean we were already doing this carousel of it go of keepers and since he had a shot somehow 
didn't live up he didn't live up to what Blackman did as well as well you know what I mean through his whole career Blackman's been doing the same thing just moving around moving around not his spot so that's fine um there's uh the unprotected one that i just also that i kind of want to just say this i just i know it's not on the topic we're on but rossi was not protected so there's a i will get into that later but that was just weird for me the other ones go for it well, yeah, and so I saw an MLS. They were joking that maybe they should steal him to get his his transfer fees. I guess fifty percent of the transfer fees, right? Because that's how mm-hmm. things work in MLS. was um, the joke is maybe you should just take him to take the money, but no, right? They knew he was. Everyone knows he's gone, and it's like it's great to have money, but you need to build a roster. Like that's cool, but yeah, that, I knew that was going to happen. I was talking, joking with you guys. Are we really going to protect a guy that's never coming back? Answer was <laughs> no, we're not. Um, and yes, like you're, you're right. Pablo was gone. He wasn't coming back. There was no return for Pablo. So if you can make a buck, make a buck. So that was wise. Yeah. Uh, so that was who else? Do we, um, Tristan. The Atuesta was surprising to me a little bit. But at the same mm-hmm. time, we actually made money and potentially could make more money off of that deal. So that was fine as fine can be is the best way to say because you don't want to lose Atuesta who's been our solidifying like midfield for our past four years so we just have to answer something coming this season again with that DP spot open maybe that's where they're gonna they're gonna use that money for but that was a very odd one because we heard the rumors and it's again, it's always Brazil, it's always someone else, and those are the ninety-nine point nine percent of the time false rumors, but this one actually being true. He can thrive in that system and hopefully um he we he does well for them. You know, 100%. I think he's gonna do great there. Honestly. I think he fits what they want. He's gonna have to battle for starting time, that's for sure. He's in a different competition now. Uh, but he has the tools that that's for certain to make this happen. So good on him. Uh, again, I'll, I'd also be surprised mm-hmm. if we don't have a sell on clause as well with Arthur Yeah. I mean, I didn't see anything listed about that, but why would we not? Right. That would be yeah. crazy. Not like, even, even just little like five, 4% sell on clause. Something. Something. It's not his last stop. That's for certain. He's gonna mm-hmm. go over. He's gonna go overseas. Overseas. It'll happen. Just give it time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's that's where that sits at in terms of the draft, the monetary situation, which makes sense. It's suggesting that there's a lot of big moves coming for impact players, right on the horizon. Just because we aren't seeing it yet doesn't mean it's not happening. There's so much going on in the background, guys. Uh, this isn't like we're just sitting with this roster. It's going to change. Other faces will move, right? I'm not telling you. I'm just saying it's going to likely happen. Um, the retooling isn't the retooling. It is more rebuilding, but on a very short-term basis. And it's football. When are you ever settled on a roster? It just doesn't work that way. So Especially I expect good things. Here. 
Yeah, people want to play, you know, and 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 I think John mentioned it that that one of the reasons the Twesta moved on was because he wanted to get on the Colombian national team, and it wasn't felt that he was going to get there anchoring a midfield in MLS. So now he gets to play in a big show. I mean, that's as big as it gets, right? Libertadores, uh, a cup-winning team, back-to-back, right? Um, yep. There's expectations there. So if, if he can thrive in that with that much talent, yeah, there should be a call-up. There should be a call-up. So there we go there. Uh, I was going to jump into off-season calendar, but I want to get some reactions from people and also talk about another rumor that we just popped up tonight. So I'm going to run it over to the comments, see who's on there, who's doing what. Say hi to everybody. So first I see uh, LAC Beast is in the house. Talking about Pigeons FC. Yeah, they like that, though. That and the Timbaland boots, man. It, it, it's they're, they're living that. They're fine with it. I think it's cool. Uh, Tony, I see you put his comment on there. Y'all see it. Y'all see it. Uh, yeah, geez, it was cheap for sis. Super cheap. But I guess it's, you get what you can. Peace mob on here. <laughs> Waiting to come on. We're happy to have you on. Uh, Beast, Blackman unprotected in the expansion draft to Charlotte. Bank by selling the service of Vancouver. Yeah, you can't predict that. You can't predict or protect everybody. There's others that I would have said, yeah, but I guess resale value kind of played into that. So we're talking about the financial thing. There's not a lot you can get out of Blackman more than what we've got. Not anything. Um, there's others that would have resale value. I think that, that came into play. I don't like hearing it, but it, it, it seems obvious. Um, Araceli, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, same player movement lately has been surprising. Yeah, you know, changes are coming. That's for sure. You can't help but feel these moves are suggesting something bigger down the line. It's going to shock us all. Uh, Peace Mom, any thoughts on who will replace a Twista? Are they expecting Bryce to step it up or Janela? I don't expect either to step it up. I think someone else is coming. That's my prediction. Bam, right? I mean, it sounds like money is going into the midfield. Definitely. Yeah, don't know who it is yet. I haven't heard much. Um, wouldn't mess it up if that was the case, anyways. Uh, but it all signs are pointing to somebody big in the mid. Uh, <laughs> let's see, Pablo. I have a good feeling about next season, just with those two players. If we were willing to read between the lines, these movements said a lot of good things. It's saying that they're going to build around them. That's what it's saying. I'm with you on that, Pablo. I think. Uh, don't freak out in the moment. Let the process play itself out. I think it will pay off as well. Uh, Araceli, any word on Coach Hunt? I've been hearing a few names thrown around, as have we. And in a few seconds here, I think we will talk. Well, she has brought it up, so let me just throw it up there. That is a comment from Araceli right there. Any word on the Coach Hunt? been hearing a few names thrown around. So the name that I saw, there's an article in The Athletic. Uh, did you guys see that article? Yeah, I saw that. Um, what's his name? It was like blasting all over Twitter, like always. Yeah, Renato Paiva was the name that's playing off on Twitter. Uh, Portuguese coach uh, was with Benfica B. Correct, guys? Yeah, uh, yeah. Didn't have the greatest record with Benfica B, but we all know that the B teams usually you never know because they're developing players. But he did move over to South America to get more competitive, went to Independiente del Valle uh, in Ecuador. Uh, in 45 games with them, he had a 23-11-11 record. Uh, 
82 goals for 53 against for a goal difference of plus 29, uh, 51 win percentage. But I guess the, uh, the big story would be that he won, right? He won the whole league. <laughs> that's your story. Uh, he's a winner. That's, that's what we get from him. Uh, does he have experience with South American players? Yes. Does he speak the language? Yes. He can communicate with our, our, our talent. Right. Tony, Tony's sitting there like giving the peace oh, no. sign. Yeah. I, I was just counting the, uh, the checklist of can talk, can do that. As I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, can win he plays a system dynamic where there's three holding central defenders, right? Blam. You were, you mentioned that earlier that he likes to play with wings. Uh, three, five, two is what we've heard, which you all know what that converts into. So of course, front foot play is, is required. And if you're getting a player from Atlanta that likes to come up like that, ha ho, there it is. He actually played right center back for Atlanta, I believe in their most successful matches. So there you go there. Uh, so the system that, that, that our current, uh, manager, our current leadership, you could say is into, <laughs> he fits that mold. So maybe this is something to this. Uh, yeah, athletics saying. I guess he's interviewed. Is that is that what they're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's he, so, he came in to interview. So, and then he's also linked to Pachuca. I saw that too. Yeah. So, yeah. Liga Mekis sides are taking a look. So he is a a commodity, you could say. Uh, if this is what it's going to be, I wouldn't say it's a sexy pick, but it's one that definitely fits what we're looking for. Yeah, not a, lot, a whole lot of, of games under his belt in terms of, of, you know, veteran presence. But the games he's had, especially last year, shows that he can win, right, and turn things around pretty quickly for a side. So I'm not I'm not throwing any water on this one. Uh, if it happens, I, I can I can live with this. This looks like potential for me, so I, I would be good with this. Bam, what is your take? I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm happy with it. Just having a look at, on transfer market, looking at who his agent is, and looking through the agent list of players. There are some nice young kids on that list of players that his agent also has too. So we could pick up some nice young ones to come as well. There we go. Maybe he'll bring some kids with him from his last club. Yeah, it's there. You know. Uh, Tony, does it check enough boxes for you? It does. It works out for what we were looking for, especially with the our Latin American like team that we have. So um, if we keep on that trajectory, then he should do well. Again, it's not until season starts he's coaching our, the players that we have and building off that. We can see because, again, injuries is one a very common thing, but if a perfect season happens and I can see him doing really well here. He, he knows how to coach young players and that's what we have and he can do a lot for him. Right. You know, versatility is a good thing. It doesn't look like he's stuck in any way. Uh, there's, there's movement there. He can go now. Is it Jesse Marsh and that whole fun opinion? No. Right. I mean, that was the other name bandied about, but let's be real. Jesse Marsh. And we talked about it on Instagram live. His trajectory is in our direction. Um, if it is, it's a, it's a coup. It's a surprise. It's a shock. Would we take him in a heartbeat? Yes. But is it realistic? Is that what he wants? 
at the end of the day, he doesn't want to come back from Europe, I don't think. Um, in terms of this case with Renato Paiva, he's already interviewed, apparently. So he wants to be here. He wouldn't interview if he didn't. So there's that. And he's proven that he can win. So that, that, that works as well. And I think that pedigree is a bit stronger than having a losing season in Vegas or as an assistant. <laughs> right? He's been at the helm. So... I'll leave it at that. If it happens, it happens. I think we'll be okay with that, especially in the, the moment where, where there's not a lot of time and the season's starting to have a have a coach come in and, and throw, throw some weight around. Fine by me. Good stuff, Araceli. Thanks for bringing it up. Never mind talking about coaching searches, that's for sure. Uh, did you guys hear any other names besides those lately, or is that one the strongest so far? I think him. Yeah. yeah. There we go. All right. Hooligan Ox, I see, is in the house. Edgar Corral talking about uh, Strati. Yes, left foot. We love left footed players. We've had good experiences with them. Just saying. Uh, Roberto Espinosa, good to see moves happening. I agree, sir. That's why we're in it. Uh, Hooligan Ox says we must have a coach already, especially with these moves being made. I'm sure the new coach has a say in it as well. You'd be surprised how little say many managers have when it comes to player movement. Their job is to work with who they have. Having that much control isn't always that normal, like how much control Bob had. That's not the most normal way of doing things, right? Uh, they have to be willing to move with the players that they have and moving into the situations they have. Will they Will they be looking for certain specific players to fit in with them, with the system they want? Yes. But are they going to control the finances and all that other fun stuff and talk about all the movement? No, you know, that's they're, they're here to do a job. So we'll see what happens in the next few days. I can only expect something huge to be called out in the next next few weeks. So has to be. We're running out of time. So thank you, everyone, for your comments. We're going to keep on moving on here. Uh, so the next step, of course, is going to be talking about the offseason calendar. Bam. What is going on with the league? I know there's a lot going down. So what's the next steps here? What are we going to hear about? Next steps, we, we had the opening of the waiver draft today. As far as I know, nothing's happened there. No one's doing any picks or anything like that. Um, we've got the ninth pick. Looking at the list of players that's there, um, player I'll take is Missy Engelina back. He's on the waivers list, so I'll happily take him. What do you guys who guys reckon we should get him back? I mean, Opoku's coming back, so that makes it kind of tough. You know, and we just got a new player that's going to be an attacker as well. Who goes, right? It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. I, I would think we'd want to because we put the time in to get him in the first place. He's supposed to be yeah. promising I'll, young talent. Yeah, I look at it as... Have him there for if there's injuries and even to send him to Vegas as well. So the other angle that we could be seeing occurring here uh, is we let him go in the waiver draft. Vegas signs him and he's in our wheelhouse anyway. Right. Because yeah. he's not he's not well known enough around the league, I think, to really be somebody that people are pursuing, especially with the free agent. Uh, crop that is very rich this year because free agencies really exploded this season because of the CBA. So there's a lot of really highly talented players uh, that could move into starting 11s throughout the league that are free agents right now. So he's going to be overshadowed by known players, I I believe. 
And so it'll probably clear waivers. You'll probably end up throughout the entire reentry process and then maybe sign with the USL side. Yeah. I could be a Vegas target. Yeah. 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 I I would look be at, shocked by it. Yeah, you look at the two players that we've got up for free agency, Harvey. I can't see anyone signing him, unfortunately. No, except I us. A, I, yeah, I see us take taking him as a non-player, put him in back in the back of house. Do you think we could take him as a reserve, a supplemental player? We could. Yeah, I mean, he'll play for stuff. a buck fifty. You know, he'll play for a dollar fifty. So um, he could fill out the roster if necessary, if if cap cap issues are there. Um, honestly, though, I mean, he's been showing up at our youth matches, so maybe there's something there that we don't know yet. Yeah, I think the I, transition to youth coach is already in in play right now. Right. He's going to be either on camera or on a sideline somewhere with us, but I, I do think he's staying in the wheelhouse. Um, and the other, I don't know other free John, agency. Yeah. Got Edwards. John was, yeah, Edwards. I don't think he's coming back. I don't. Don't again. I think that guy's ending up in Toronto. I just do. Tony, your take on the free agency? Do you think we're even going after anybody on that list so far? I don't think so. Like I said, it was we had a we had to fill in a lot of situations because of injuries. So we have a lot of excess players that we need to let go. Unfortunately, there's I don't see anyone. Harvey. I can. I don't see him as a reserve because I feel like if he gets, I still feel like he wants to play if he can. But if he's not able to or and doesn't get the right deal, quote say say quote unquote, then he's going to probably coach the youth. And that's where we see him, and that's where his trajectory is at the moment. Yeah, I think that makes sense. You know, I just look at the names again. The waiver. There's only one. And then there's only about 18 players throughout the league that's sitting on the waiver list, right? And that draft, we have the number nine spot, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the names, and there's really nobody I'd see us. Maybe if you really wanted a backup goalkeeper, Nick Slanina from, from Chicago. Maybe, but no. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. So, yeah, there's nothing there. Uh, we look at our free agents, of course, Harvey Edwards. Probably not. Uh, our re-entry list of players that will be in the re-entry process is Jamal Blackman, Daniel Christosomo, Alvaro Casada. No, I you know I don't I don't see it there either. Those guys have USL written all over them. They really do. So, no. The, and I, from other teams, yeah, yeah, tell, yeah, ma'am. The only thing I think of remember next year the MLS Next Pro starts up. Mm-hmm. We come in in 2023. Mm-hmm. So, could we be looking at signing players to send to Vegas for 2023? I maybe don't think I don't think Vegas is going to be an option because of that pro. And then there's talks like even uh, Mr. Don Garber talked about it in the halftime show of the uh, of the finals. Is Vegas is a big possibility? So. I think we don't. We, I think at this point, Vegas is uh, one last year and the last hurrah. Yeah, because yeah, we think... get the we get an MLS next pro team in twenty twenty three. So an LAFC MLS youth team, pretty much. 
So I look at right. it. We could be signing players now that are at the age where in 2023 they'll go straight into the MLS next pro. So we sign them now for a three, four year contract on small money, loan them to Vegas next year, and then they go straight to the. Maybe. I, I think honestly, we're going to go clean slate with our younger players. Right. And Vegas, yeah, Vegas is, this is it for them. Uh, if MLS gets announced officially, they're toast. It's done. Um, they'll get an MLS side. It'll be one of those footnotes in history. You know, there's they, they'll go on hiatus, just like Austin Bold went on hiatus. You look at USL and all the teams that have kind of been retaken by, they're all going on hiatus. Miami, I think, is going on. Yeah, all the USL teams that had an MLS team jump in, they pretty much died off. It just doesn't happen. So it'll be the same story. But we'll be fine because we're, we're going to move on. And honestly, the relationship hasn't been all that fruitful yet. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, and again, a lot of young players this season that are still in contract with us are coming back from Vegas, coming, you know, need to get more minutes with the current team. Didn't get enough last year. I, I just look at Torres, Torres, Torres and go, what the heck, man? Right? Like, you need these kids to play. So you got to find your way to wait that, too. So, should be interesting. Uh, do we have dates for all these re-entries and when players are moving? Did you get that set up yep. there, man? So, today at 1 p.m., they had the waivers and free agency opening. On the okay. 17th at 1 p.m., the re-entry process, stage one. And then on the 23rd, re-entry process, stage two, at 1 p.m. as well. Moves so quick, doesn't it? Merry Christmas. Here's your contract. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just looked at the list of free agents and I, I'm really not like, we got to get that guy. I, there's nothing. I'm, I'm not feeling it. You know, uh, I, I don't think we're looking there. I don't. I just don't. I don't. There we go. Uh, all right. So one more exciting thing, of course, we want to talk about today. And of course, is the MLS schedule. It is officially out. Y'all were waiting for it. Y'all got your Hopper app ready to go, looking at air, air, airfares and like, hey, where am I going to go? Where's my dream road trip? Where is it happening? So, Tony, looking at the schedule, do you have any dreams for away days? Um, Pretty much, of course, the Carson game, because that's always a must on the, the calendar. But is it away day? Eh um miami of course is one because that's we should have been there but of course their stadium wasn't ready uh nashville of course that's going to be a fun trip there's going to be a lot of drinking especially with most of our people because <laughs> nashville is going to be a fun time and of course orlando um as most southern californian people know we have a Disneyland, they have a Disney World, so you know that's a very good excuse to go to Disney World and also catch a LAFC game, but mostly the LAFC game, but maybe LA, right. Disney World. The other one that stood out to me, not because it's a, an awesome place to go visit, I'm not saying that, but they have a new stadium. It would be interesting, right? It would be FC Cincinnati. Oh yeah, talk about yeah, April. It's a Saturday match, two o'clock. 24th of April. Uh, again, city doesn't sound like the most exciting thing in the world, but their stadium does look exciting. 
looks like something I'd want to go check out. Um, so that could be an interesting place to go invade. Here, the acoustics are good. And then is Columbus on the list this year? Yes, it is. Yes. Yep. Oh my! And that's a new stadium. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're role if if you're if you're into checking out new new stadiums like this is the great stadium tour this year. We're getting all the new stadiums. <laughs> really, in Nashville's on there, right? There's new stadiums, guys. Like it, it, this, this this schedule is good. The one thing I do like the best about this year's schedule, just opinion. It's nice to play Carson only twice. Even <laughs> yes. one and one. I like how they give us the midweek knowing that we can actually sell the game out, which they can't. So of course we get we get a weekday match. Saturday at their place, day game. We've we know how that works. That's fine. Uh, but I think it's better to play everybody no more than twice. It's fair. This is probably the most fair schedule I've seen us have in a very, very long time. Um, seeing when the matches are. This is as balanced as you're going to get in MLS. Yes, certain teams are missing like Atlanta, but that's okay. There's way cooler places to visit. I know Atlanta's cool, guys, but I'm just saying there's cooler places like Nashville to visit uh, that I want to go see. Miami sounds fun. Orlando, because y'all are Disney freaks. So (laughs) not going to deny it, right, Bam? Not going to deny it. Um, One thing. I, I right. am disappointed with I am disappointed with the with the September draw. I'm disappointed with that. The September draw? Yeah. So not many people know, but I'm trying to get over there in September. Oh, there's no games in December. In no September. 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 Oh September, sorry. Oh. The the week that I've currently got a combination booked, we're Dallas away, Minnesota away. Oh, yeah, that's true. How, man, they're right, dude. You set that all up, and then they 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 just like got you bad, man. Unless you want to go to Minnesota in September. Minnesota D twenty three. wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. And it's not the big trip. Everybody's gone kind of like the big group already went. The mass of humanity that we are as a 32-52 last year was the big trip there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. But, hey, more time to hang yeah. out with us, right? So Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, you guys You mean go. you get to hang out at a watch party? A watch party. Bam, at a watch party instead of D23. I, that's a stretch. But, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll uh, see. The other thing, other thing I'm concerned about is the last game of this of the regular season. Will will former LFC players keep us out of playoffs? That's true. It's Nashville, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's here. Mm-hmm. Not away. That's home cooking, guys. I'm. I don't know about you, but. I always feel like we got a chance at home. I have never in my life felt that we didn't have a chance in a home game. doesn't matter who the opponent is, how good they are. When you're playing in our house, you're playing with us at home with the 32-52. The team plays different. It approaches things different. There's always a chance at home, no matter who we're ringing in. Home field advantage is real for LAFC. So I'm good with having a home game on the last day of the season. And it's Walker. His head's going to be on, on World Cup mode already. So 
that, that's if you qualify. <laughs> no promises there, people. <laughs> I don't know if Australia is going to qualify, so don't don't get too crazy with me, man. Oh, oh. I'm. I'll be happy if we qualify, and I'll be happy if we don't qualify. If we don't qualify, it means something that me and all my mates here have been saying that coach is useless. He shouldn't be the Australian coach. Oh, I mean, we've said that about Greg for a while here, and then he started getting this crazy summer of winning all the time. So <laughs> there goes that. <laughs> we don't love what he does, but we love the results. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. So we'll see what happens there. I do like the schedule. I think it, it fits us perfect. My spring break for me when I don't have to work, it's Miami time. So who knows? Maybe. Just maybe. Another state to check off my list. As you guys know, I'm... Yeah, Tony, go for it. I was going to say, I have a crazy fact for you guys. So there's eight Sunday games, four Saturday games, three Wednesday games, and two Friday games. Weird. Well, it's not that weird. We have this other team in our house called ACFC. True. Right? They need their dates, too. You're like, yeah, but push them. No, we're, we're, we're neighbors now. We're, we're, we're friendly neighbors. So it looks like they get some Saturdays. That's what that looks like. I'm that, okay with Sunday matches happens. if they're in the day. Yeah. I'm okay with Sunday matches because that means it's a Monday match for me and I normally have Mondays off work. So, dang, it works for you. Yeah. If they're earlier but, on Sundays, I'm okay with that. But the Miami game, dude, is at 10 30 for us. So, what is that time for you? <laughs> 5.30 a.m. <laughs> so it's like Breakfast all of our ETL fans. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. He'll make it happen. He's down. Bama's up all the, the hours earliest, of the day, so, yeah. Yeah, the earliest games for me are 5 a.m. Like that's Seattle and away and New York Red Bulls at home. Nice. You'll be there. You know what you got to do. You'll be up for it. All right. We're going to move it on forward. Let's see. There's some more comments about the uh, schedule. I think I see some that kind of popped off. Uh, LAFC Beast was talking about this one. I uh, wish LAFC hosted Carson on a Saturday or Sunday instead of a Friday night. Hey, money's money. They know they can still sell out on a Friday. That's why we got it on a Friday. Blame, blame all of us for actually showing up for our team. Uh, <laughs> uh, earliest start in MLS history due to the World Cup going down in November. Yes, that is true. Really early. I like when it ends, though. I like I like the early end. I hate December finals. The weather's terrible. Uh, San Jose, our second home. Looking forward to that fun. Hooligan Ox, eh, the proverbial SK, SKC away day. Guys, he's asking for neighbors. It's okay. We love you, Hooligan Ox. I get you, man. We were there. It was fun when I went, so it was fun. Wolf checking in. Hey, Wolf. Uh, yeah, Beast, ACFC, let's go. I'm on board with you on that one, too. Wish nothing but for the mother of the best. I hope this you be at those games. It's going to be fun. Be fun. Marvin, wish they could somehow double match days ACFC, then LASC. Imagine how rad that would be. Don't write that off. Their schedule's not out yet, right, guys? Is it released? I think no. so. 
Nothing. The like the only NS the only news that I saw was uh, Alex Morgan. Right, and and we have some eight o'clock starts at home, which tells me there's room to throw in another team that day. Just saying, mm-hmm. just saying. Uh, let's double in twenty two, ladies and men. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a couple of those guys. I really <coughs> wouldn't be surprised. Um. Five weight day games, super lame. Yeah, uh, they limit it to that, and I think it's because of the World Cup schedule and the condensed season in a way, so you had to get games shoved in. They did make sure they were summertime games, though. I did see that when they were forming the schedule. They didn't want to get into a time where it would be hard for people, so they made them mostly summer matches on the weekday games. I know. Uh, Hooligan, not out yet. Exactly. Eric Benal, any hopes of a friendly like Peñarol in 20 in January? I have not heard any movement for a a friendly yet. They'll usually get one, right? When times are more normal and let's hope for normal, right? So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But I have not heard movement yet for preseason. Good question. I'll keep my eyes open for that one. Thank you, Eric, for that. Uh, Javier Delgado, tailgating would be weird if double game days. It would be. They would be. We'd have to really be disciplined. That's what that means. Uh, at least Ollie is still in the roster. Yeah, I saw the. I saw somebody put up part of our history and had Ollie on there the other day, and I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Well played, guys. I saw one. I saw one today. The four dollar beer is part of our history. Yeah, and then Gil. I saw Gil threw up a hot dog. You put a hard. We put a hot dog on part of our history for North End hot dogs. I thought that was pretty hilarious. So, I love the jokes, guys. Keep them up. There's a lot of part of your histories to run with, so have fun with that. Especially because you know so many bodies are going to move this year. So there we go. All right, back into the mix. Uh, club and community. Tony, you got anything for me for club and community, man? Uh, nothing too much. We just did the uh, the gift wrapping at the bank with partner with Target and um, AIM. And so mm-hmm. it was a fun time if you were able to volunteer for that. Um I wanted to, but unfortunately, by I this week has been very hectic just because travel plans coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that uh, our very own friend, uh, the I'm blanking on his name right now. I'm Victor. sorry, Mike, Victor got a little uh, nod during the MLS finals, and you know showed up on the big, big TV. So congratulations yeah. to him. Especially the official for all LAFC the choice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, working with Target. Uh, you guys saw the movement of toys, bicycles, just all around good stuff because Vic is a saint. His family is amazing. Uh, helping the community, teaching kids how to play sports at the local schools, supplying equipment to kids that want to play, that don't have the means to do so, to get their introduction into sports. He is nonstop, 24-7 for the cause. And he is one of our own. So good on him. Absolutely outstanding. So yes, Victor, congrats, man. You earned that dude. No doubt. Um, any other club and community? Oh, bam. You wanted to shout out some members of our community and some good things that happened to them recently. Exactly. Um, so we all know the 42 originals SG. They've also oh, got yeah. the 42 originals FC. They play in the Messiah league div two. They won the championship, so big shout-out to them on winning the league. Good stuff, good stuff. 42 Originals, the victory. And I see they're they're holding open tryouts, so uh, 
Go check out their <laughs> social media. They're looking for some players. They got to bolster that roster and defend the championship. So, uh, hey, Tony, you want to go play for 42 Originals? I'm just saying. <laughs> I got to no stretch no a pressure. lot more. I'll, I'll... <laughs> yeah, I've I, I, I proven you... that I need to retire. <laughs> yeah. I do like the kits, though. The kits aren't bad. Oh, the kids were were fire. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, amazing, so, amazing. Nah, dude, they're awesome. They're always amazing presence in the in the North End, and just all good, all good folks. That's for certain. So, uh, congrats again. Uh, keep it up. We love hearing about that stuff. And anybody in the community, if you have some events coming up, if you have anything, because I know we now have like the off road crew, thanks to Chicoline and and Gil and the boys doing their their charity events. Ooh. That happened too. If, yeah, I mean, if you guys have anything going on, let us know so we can promote it for you. Uh, throw it on there. But the more activity off season, the better. This is when we need all the social groups to step up, anyways, and keep things connected. Tony, you got something to say? Let's go, man. I just realized something that just popped into my head talking about the 420s. Um, so the the uh supporter cup, the Fufalista cup. Congratulations to Cuervos for winning it as they've been on a very good winning streak in the last couple uh, tournaments that they've had. So um, they beat us in the finals to a staggering 6-2, unfortunately. Oof. Yeah. But, um, hey, congratulations to them. I know Gil and the guys and everything, so I'm happy for them, you know, but again, as my SG lost, I was not too happy about it. Happy for them. Like a, I'm not happy. They're a sports dynasty now. They win mm-hmm. in football. They won the kickball tournament. What else did they? Which won another tournament, right? Like they just yeah. keep winning. Oh, softball, softball. They keep mm-hmm. thrashing everybody in softball. They're just on a roll right now with the sports. So uh, that's right, Cuervos. You got a target on your back on the sporting end of things. We love you. But someone's got to take you down when it comes to these events, man. It's only a matter of time. Again, when it comes to the supporter supporter cup, we know who the defending champion is. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. No pressure. No pressure, Black Army, but you got something to defend there. So we saw the precursor here. Now you know what you got to do. So it's on. All right. Uh, any Fenerbahce Rose updates, Bam? Yeah. So. His last two games, he played 78 minutes in a 1-0 loss to Olympiacos. And then he came out and played 61 minutes in a 3-2 loss to Gaziantep. That, I watched that game, and that was a real physical game. Uh, Gaziantep's first goal was a cracking goal. Intercept right on the halfway and lobbed the keeper from halfway. It was an absolute cracking goal. Uh, Fenerbahce next plays uh, uh, Bezik Tax on the 19th at 8 a.m. So good, nice early wake up for you guys. There we are. There we are. All the best to Rossi again. We need that transfer to go through. So keep scoring goals, man. Do your part. Exactly. Do your part. Trigger it. Let's go. Uh, cool. Thank you, Bam, for the update. Uh, Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. Uh, we didn't put a whole lot of homework into this one. We were so happy with last week's uh, Let It Be Naked set up with the Beatles. That uh, The one thing popped into my head, so I'm like, let's do this, because honestly, I love the album. And that would be Beastie Boys, the Hello Nasty album uh, from 1998, because every time you see San Jose show up on the roster, the first thing that pops in my head is Hello Nasty. 
Um, it's just me. It's a weird thing. And Mike D, you know the jokes. So I, I saw the schedule. I had to say it. Uh, but the other reason I thought I thought about it was the song Body Moving. Because that's exactly what we're doing right now is we're moving bodies. So, <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of where it really struck with me is body moving. Just it's in my head. It's rolling as I see players get sold and, and bought in. And so, yes, Hello Nasty 1998 Beastie Boys. That's my album of the week. Uh, shout out to the LAC Vinyl Club. Black and Gold Vinyl Club. Why did I mess that up? Um, all love for you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm having a moment, guys. What can I say? But uh, all love to y'all. Tony, uh, anything you want to add on to that? Or you dig the album? It's good. I dig the album. I, like I said, when you said body moving, I just like literally you hear like the chorus just hit really quickly. So it's good out right? of the album. Yeah. Catchy. Catchy. The bass is beautiful on that. I'm just saying. Just everything about it. The album's great. So check it out. If you haven't, you must be living under a rock. Just saying. Uh other than that, Rumorville Bam. Do we have anything else to add to Rumorville? I think we addressed it properly tonight. Yeah, pretty much everything. The big one was the coach, so there we are. All right. Uh, which brings us to reactions, reactions, reactions. There's only a few tonight. But let's throw those into the mix. Uh, let's see. Marvin. <laughs> $4 beer is part of our history. Love it, Marvin. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Right. Not even at the support. It was like $5 beers, I think, was at the uh, was at the uh, season ticket holder event. So, yeah, $4 beers part of our history. Got it. Uh, 805 Roman Garcia is Latif still in the team. Sorry, I'm late. Latif has one year left on his contract. This is it. This is his final year unless he chooses to resign or we sell him. <laughs> Keep your eyes open there with one more year. That makes you a target for sale, right? Reality. I know we got us all. I was really worried that we were going to lose him in the draft or some deal was going to happen and then we'd have to light up some torches and storm the storm the castle because we all love him too much to see him leave at this point. So I'm with you, Roman. He's still with us. One year to go. One year to go. Beast, yep. Still on the roster. <laughs> Ox goes, it's okay. BA just needs to focus on defending the Supporters Cup. Yes, I will not feature because I'm a terrible player now. So there you go. Uh, LAFC Beast, who would you guys want coaching LAFC next season and why? Honestly, we're on a short, short, run here until the season starts we are out of time if these are the candidates we have i'd say move forward okay if this is the one they think if we're not those the guy no hesitation we have to make a move if he's not the guy and we're still searching and it gets into past christmas guarantee you it's going to be an interim tag placed on one of our current assistants because you're out of time you got to do something if you throw an interim tag on one of our current boys, uh, gives you a chance to hold out until mid-season. I want a bunch of new people get become available because you know how that happens at the end of the European season. Uh, and other leagues end around that time, and that would happen. My hope is that we already have our selection, and we're going to hear about announcements soon. But if it's desperation time, don't be shocked by an interim choice. There's my head. Do I want that? No, I want to have a solution now. But it could happen. Uh, bam, your take? Go with who who who's the best candidate now. As I was saying earlier, 
with someone on Twitter is I want us to get the right coach, not the coach we want. There's a difference mm. between a coach that everyone wants and there's a difference between the coach that's right for the club. To me, just get the right, right coach. Yeah, you don't need social media stars and just fancy names because they're a name. You need effective. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, again, I wanted Jesse. I still want Jesse. I think Jesse at one point needs to pass through our halls. That's for sure. Uh, but I'm not, I just don't think tonight, you know, this is the moment. I, I would go for him, but I, I just don't think he's, he's, it's of his interest at this time. That's my vibe. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Tony, what about you? Um, Antonio Muhammad, to be honest. You know what I mean? He's proven track record in the, league imx and so why not it can translate hopefully well but he's my front runner at the moment um don't know too much about the new guy talked about earlier like career-wise i'll mm-hmm. check him out as soon as we get off but he um muhammad's the my my go-to there we go um muhammad i think i mentioned him episodes back as well um it's just it's it's too quiet for me right now regarding him i know i've said in the past quiet's good but it's too quiet right i'm worried that 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 ship is passed well we'll see that ship is sailed i should say man what a night for me tonight uh just saying uh tony so i i'm with you on antonio if we can get him it just sounds like maybe that's not the case and renato is a safe choice maybe that's where we're at right now i know not sexy just like Bam says, essential. So there we are. Uh, cool. Uh, on that note, let's see. We've got Hooligan Ox saying, hope you all have a good Christmas. Love and miss you all. Same to you, brother. To everyone, have a good, safe holiday. Stay close with family. Stay close with friends. Uh, support people who need it the most. That's the key. So love it, man. Marvin. Says I want Jesse Marsh as coach the most, second most El Turco. I think that would be the consensus opinion right now. If those guys are available, those are the guys we strike. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think those are the popular choices. I love them both. So excited by both. But uh, Renato's a new name into the mix, so we'll see what that means. Uh, Marvin goes. Any free agents you want to sign? There's a lot of names. I'm not. I don't know. I just not not big on what I've seen so far. For what we have, I think we got to go with bigger money for the choices who's available. Bam, what do you want to say? Are you talking just MLS free agents or free agents full stop? I think he's thinking MLS. Because if you're talking free agents full stop, I just had a He's going to pull an Aussie. He's, he's going to pull an Aussie watch. No, nope. I think he's got Jack, something else. Jack Wilshaw. <laughs> Can we afford that, right dude? <laughs> he doesn't have a club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but dude it's only a matter of time for him right uh Bournemouth dropped him so doesn't have I don't right see, now i don't see him pulling up bradley wright phillips i'm sorry <laughs> no there's only one bradley wright phillips <laughs> yeah that sounds as retirement as it gets then all right so i don't think we're going that way brother um yeah i if it's free agent with mls i'm not entirely excited about the names i've seen i really am not i think we're looking elsewhere at this point because we always look elsewhere right and for impact players 
We never, we hardly ever look internal for an impact player. Uh, Marvin Chavez, I want Sean Davis holding mid from Red Bull, New York. Uh, Sean Davis, I guess he's going for a big payday. All right, free agent, wants a big raise. Started, like, I think, every game. I think, Marvin, you were talking about this on, on Twitter already. Uh, started every game. He's an effective player on a team that made the playoffs. I know there's a difference there. Um, would, be, would we be willing to pay that much for a Sean Davis, or is there something else lined up? Right. So, are you guys want to chime in on that one? Do you think we're going for something like that? I mean, he is consistent. He plays every darn match. If it happens and the price is right, right, Marvin, then we're we're good. But from what yes I understand, he wants a big raise. Mm-hmm. Yes and no, depending. Like, it's only again. I don't. We are not in those boardroom meetings with JT because he pulls things <laughs> out very crazy that no one expects, and some of them are good, some of them are bad. Um, but when the good is good. It's crazy. Um, so I would say yes to be let get a consistent player, but again, you never know what happens the next season. Yeah, not sure. Um, it would work for us if the price is right, and they do have some money available, I guess, at this point. But I just believe we're pulling it for a big, 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 big star. So that's where my hands at. We're gonna get shocked in a few weeks here. Ooh. So. I just thought of someone. I just popped into my head. Um, Ooh, yeah, Tony, what you got? I was gonna say. I know we've talked about this, and we, I, we have our reserves on this, but some people want Jonathan Dos Santos. He's hurt all the time. <laughs> no, no, that's that's the. I know. Like I said, that's the only main issue with him is he's hurt a lot, but he could hold down the defensive mid with us as well. But again, he is part of Carson's history. So, yeah. I smell Carson. I smell Carson. Yeah. Yep. Carson Stank. Sorry. No, thank you. Moving on. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got LAC Beast. I like seeing LAC here in a spot in CONCACAF Champions League again. It's a good tournament, especially playing against the Gameki sides. Yeah. I just want to get back to the playoffs. I'm, I'm keeping it simple and making a run. We have to win, man. Like, whatever we can do, let's build a team. Let's get that cup. I can, couldn't care less about supporter shield. There's only one target at this point. You know if you get in the show, you can make a run. So what the heck? Let's do something. Let's tweak this thing. I know the betting the betting odds are high for us, which is bizarre to me. With so many players missing from the roster. But that's that. Um, yeah. It would be cool to go to Concord Champions League. But it's all about the playoffs now. Building a team for that. That stuff all comes when we, you know, earn it. So, with you though, I love traveling to those games. Leon was amazing. So, yeah, I'm with you there. Hooligan Ox gives a big nope to Sean Davis, I guess. All right. And of course, to me, the story this season, not only would you have impact players, but who the heck is our goalkeeper going to be? I think that's going to be my running question is who is our goalkeeper going to be? Because if you get a solid one that can organize our back line, we're in a good place, even with the current roster that we have. I think that's just a huge, huge role that we need to fill. Uh, that is the hole that we need to fill uh, because we have talent everywhere else to a point, uh, and that one will sell us big time. Again, Segura's back. 
we got a new right back now. They can also play right center back, so a little more stability there. Left backs are still sketch, at least the way they played last year, so we'll see what happens there. I'd still be looking for that, too. So, Bam, what are you looking forward to see in terms of roster movement? I'm looking forward to seeing solid players coming in. Looking forward to seeing what moves are made over the next couple of weeks. And I'm looking forward to seeing which coach we end up signing. That's our biggest thing. Yep. Agreed. Tony, what are you looking for in the next two weeks or three weeks, I should say? Honestly, just the coach to see who's going to be leading the boys. That's all. After that, then I'll go into more into free agency, but let's just let let's just get that head that head coach position filled and we can move on from there. Good stuff. Yep. Stability is what's key. Stability. So good things. Uh thank you everybody for your comments. I think there was a couple others that I just thought jump out. Hooligans just clarifying it was Dos Santos that he's talking about. Uh again, what is he looking for? He just wants to see a team with the mindset of winning that cup. Let's go. I'm all for it. Sandpaper people. Tougher, tougher players, that's for sure. Uh, Marvin Chavez, want to see DP creative attacking midfielder, CV, CDM, and goalkeeper. You mean the spine? Yeah, the spine. <laughs> yeah, which costs money. And I don't think you're going to find one on a less free agent list. Um, it, you need impact in those roles. It's going to cost you some money. So time to wheel and deal and make it happen. There we are. Good stuff. On that note, we're going to transition into our final thoughts of the week. The guys are like, what? Final thoughts? That's right. This episode is coming to an end really soon here. So on that note, Tony, since you were the last one on, you're the first one to call it. Final thoughts, sir. Um, it's been a crazy year uh, let, with the holidays coming up. Just have time to spend with your family. Enjoy what time you have. Be safe when you're traveling. Because I know I'll be be traveling and being in a cold weather in Bristol. Maybe I'll go say hi to uh, some uh, ESPN soccer people. Because <laughs> I am at home base. <laughs> but um, just have a good holidays, everybody. Um, can't wait for the season to start. Now I can plan my schedule around my away trips, my home trips, and just seeing everybody again. Um Hopefully I see Bam at an uh, away uh, watch party soon. But other than that, um, like I said, always happy to be here. Always happy to continue this and speak for the people who just want to have a calm conversation about LAFC. There we are. Thank you, brother. Well said. Bam, you have the floor. Again, with what Tony is saying, just hope everyone has a safe and a fun holiday season. Whether you whether you're Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, whatever, just remember we're all humans. We all love each other. We're all there to look after each other. I hope to see you all next year. If I can make it out to a game, to a watch party, to Disneyland. So I know I'll probably see you guys around Disneyland as well. We'll definitely do that. Um, yeah, just remember, look out for each other, have fun with each other, have a Merry Christmas. 
All good, Bam. I'll definitely be seeing you at Disneyland. You know that. <laughs> Pass is in full effect. There it is. Family is family. Uh, Tony, you travel safe, sir. Uh, you're like me. You're 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 moving. You're going. You're doing things. Not gonna be here. Uh, and so, on my final thought, I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate, like they said, care for each other during these times. It's been hard, right? A few years now. It's been really hard. There's a lot of people in need. If you see it, if you see the need help, help them. If they just need a simple hug, give them a hug. Right? Simple. Listen. Uh, support. We are a community for a reason. Right? Let's maintain that community bond over this break. Uh, for the heart of LAFC, we will definitely be taking the next two weeks off. Why? Because we're all traveling. Uh, I'll be traveling. Tony's going to be traveling. So... Does it mean our social media presence will be dying off? No, we'll still be out there. And if there's a big announcement, you know, we're going to say something. But for full episodes, this is going to be our kind of our year end. Um, and we'll be back real quick in January. First week of January, doing our thing. We'll be back into the mix again. Maybe another Wednesday episode. We shall see. But that week, definitely look forward to another episode. Uh, on that one again, happy holidays to everybody. It's all love on this end. Stay safe. Of course. What do we say when we call these episodes? It's not a shock to anybody. Are you guys ready for our final moment here? Always. Bam. Word of the day. Stay golden. Tony, word of the day. Stay golden. And for me to all of you guys again, happy holidays. Happy New Year. We'll see you on the flip. Stay golden. For listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.